Welcome to another episode of the MedTech Matters podcast, where we learn about someone impacting the medical device industry. I'm Sean Fenske, Editor-in-Chief of MPO and host of the podcast. Today we're speaking with Carlton Weatherby, Vice President and General Manager of Spine and Biologics at Medtronic. How you doing, Carlton? Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Sean. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Honored to be on this episode of MedTech Matters and looking forward to the conversation. Great. Um, so before we get into, you know, current events and, uh, you know, things that are happening now with Medtronic within their spine space, you know, let's, let's go back a little bit into some of the his, some recent history and talk about a couple of the acquisitions uh, that Medtronic had made in the spine space. Uh, can you tell us what made uh, Mazor and uh, Titan Spine both attractive targets for Medtronic? Happy to, Sean, and, and great question. As you said, these are, are recent moves we've made, you know, Medtronic and specifically within the spine business. We've been fairly active um, finding opportunities for growth organically and inorganically. And in the last few years, we've made a couple big and bold bets um, through acquisition. And, and Mazor was one we made in 2018. And what made them an attractive target um, were a few things. One, at the time, we were looking at the spine industry as really nearing an inflection point. And although we've been leading for decades with implant innovation, biologics, and some form of enabling technologies like navigation and imaging, we saw robotics as really that, that next phase, that, that next era. And our, our now CEO was running what we called restorative therapies at the time, but think of that as our neurosciences business, including spine. And, and he was committed to addressing spine surgeries differently than we had in the past and taking it from an art to a science and seeing robotics as an opportunity for us to do that. And so we moved heavy and quickly down that path and made a bold bet, you know, paid a hefty price tag to lead in that space. And what made them attractive, not just having a robot, but really a robotic technology and platform that was designed and architected through the lens of spine procedures. And they had a special sauce of algorithms around planning and segmenting the vertebrae um, to ensure that the execution that is automated by the robot um, is aligned with the experience of the surgeon. And so it was more mm -hmm. than just a robot. It was the, both the precision of, of the execution and automation, but also the predictability of the planning that the robot would be executing that was really important to us and, and, and led us down a path to an acquisition and now a platform that we continue to invest in and expand um, over time. And so that, that's what made Mazor a really exciting you know, play for us and one that we're really just getting started with scratching the surface in terms of where this technology can go. You know, Titan Spine, mm -hmm. I'll say it was you know, similar but different. You know, it's seen in many ways, maybe superficially, as an implant company like Medtronic acquiring another implant company that's smaller um, to expand its portfolio. And, and the reality is Titan at the time did have a very attractive and robust pipeline of inner body devices, but it was also a platform play that sometimes gets underappreciated. Because within the IP of Titan, it was not just having new cages, but proprietary technology and, and unique surface enhancement technology, specifically within the, the nanolock surfaces, that really separated it for us. And, and we saw that as, again, not just adding their existing portfolio to ours, but giving us a new capability, uh, a new expertise that we can expand as a platform across future generations of technology, which is what we're doing today. Some technologies we've launched recently and some that are coming soon 
are now integrating, I'll call it the platform technology, proprietary you know, nano surface technology that Titan brought with it. And so a different example of us looking for platforms rather than products, and, and as our CEO says, not just buying growth, but more importantly, growing what we buy in ways that only Medtronic can because of our size, scale, and, and experience. Now, will the, will the, the Titan spine, uh, let's say line, I don't know if that's the word Medtronic uses or not, but, you know, the, the Titan spine products uh, that, that came with the acquisition, as well as, of course, that surface technology, um, and, and really that surface technology, will that technology be used across Medtronic spine uh, implants, or is that something that will remain as a type of Titan spine product line? Great question. And so I'll say that, that there's a, the legacy Titan spine product line that we continue to grow and, and sell, but then um, the, the platform play is what you described in the latter. How do we take that nanosurface technology and then expand and apply that to our broader product line? And that's, that's the intention here, and that's the work we're doing right now, which is, again, exciting. And that's where one plus one equals more than two, because we can integrate that technology into um, already industry-leading technologies that we have underway and, and our roadmap of what's to come next. And so think of that as us taking their special sauce and applying it to some of the great work we already had underway and, and expanding that in ways that only we can. Fantastic. Well, both both acquisitions were, were uh, you know, for lack of a better word, big splashes, very exciting. Um, and uh, I'm sure that there's much more news to come uh, as a result of them. Uh, but let's move into a little bit of, of more, you know, strategy. Uh, in terms of uh, Medtronic running uh, the spine division, uh, you know, I know Medtronic has a history of uh, catering to the entire care chain, not just, you know, the device side and, and, and not just, you know, a, a technology solution, but really about addressing the entire care chain. And they do that with diabetes. That's a, a fantastic example. Do you think that's something that would uh, emulate, is something that Spine will emulate? Is that something that you see Spine becoming, that full-service uh, care chain provider? Uh, uh, the, the short answer is yes. I'll say Spine is heading in a similar direction, but it will look very different. And, and you're right, across the enterprise of all of Medtronic, you know, we're pushing that we are no longer looking to be a medical device company, but a medical technology company. And in that, inherently, mm -hmm. we're saying we want to add value, participate, and partner beyond the acute intervention um, within the OR and the procedure, but outside of that, and, and open the aperture of where we can play and how we can partner with um, surgeons, patients, and, and administrators. And, and the example in diabetes is a great one. Uh, under our prior CEO, who was very focused on us getting into services and solutions beyond implants, um, we made a number of bets. And there was an acquisition we did in 2015 in the diabetes business where we took over and owned, you know, basically clinics. And it was very much a, a services play. And going from just being about pumps and continuous glucose monitors into you know, diabetes you know, disease management. And now we're not going that direct. And I don't expect us to make the same play in spine the way we did in diabetes for many reasons, regulatory and other but that is the same, I'll call it thesis, as the, to which we want to play a larger role across the care continuum. And, and where this comes into play in spine is us expanding our capabilities with technologies like robotics and planning, but especially as we've now indexed into the world of uh, artificial intelligence and data science, 
um, through acquisitions like Metacrea and expanding upon that. And so what you'll see is us now having an opportunity to add value further upstream when it comes to patient diagnosis and when it comes to pre-op planning. And then downstream, as you think about patient-reported outcomes and bringing that all together in a way that closes the loop and allows us to partner with surgeons to ultimately you know, have greater confidence in the procedures they're doing and the patients they're doing those on. And, and, and patients especially being able to say that they know they'll get better sooner and stay better longer because of the end-to-end technology solutions that Medtronic's providing for their care provider. And it sounds, it sounds like a, a fantastic strategy as well. Um, let, let me ask you, how does this, and, and it seems almost uh, like a seamless transition, but how does this uh, impact, you know, if, now I know we've been, we've been talking about bundled payments for some time and, you know, they're kind of been delayed and not really rolling out as quickly as I know I thought they might. Um, and it's always been the orthopedic area that they've been uh, rolling out to initially or one of the first areas. You know, is, is part of this strategy in looking ahead at that eventual rollout, is part of this strategy in order to address that? Yes, I think we see it as inevitable. To your point, it's just a matter of timing as to when, I'll call it incentives across the system will be aligned and really force the accountability for outcomes, clinically and economically. And, you know, whether it's through Obamacare and bundled payments, there have been a lot of signs and signals that we as an industry leader are preparing ourselves for and trying to find ways to drive um, to improve the outcomes and, and, and increase the efficiency. And so um, this is an element of that. This strategy falls nicely into that future model where there, there's greater accountability and, and tighter alignment around the, the incentives towards those outcomes. And so um, I think this sets us up to, again, not just play but lead in that space. But even in absence of that, there's this expectation and really a quest and charter for us at Medtronic to truly try to, to drive those outcomes ourselves in ways that are meaningful to our, our provider partners and, and their patients. Great. Um, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, some trends in the industry. The first one, um, as you're certainly well aware, is minimally invasive, or one of the, one of the you know, major ones in spine is the movement towards more minimally invasive technologies. How is Medtronic addressing this? And, Sean, I'm glad you called it out as the major trend in spine because I, I think that's a, that's a fact. And it's, it's been a, a trend for a while, but we think we're at really an inflection point as to where minimally invasive procedures, because of the proven benefits of lower infection rates and complication rates, less blood loss, shorter surgical time, smaller incisions, and so on, um, will, will drive the market towards what is truly better for the patients when these procedures are applicable. And the way that we're addressing this is by having the most complete procedural solutions that allow surgeons to provide those benefits. And that comes from an integrated portfolio, the most comprehensive portfolio of technologies that include AI-powered data science, navigation, robotics, implants, imaging, access tools and instrumentation, and also biologics, all that works seamlessly together in one procedure. And, and it streamlines the procedure to make it more precise and we think that is absolutely critical. At the end of the day, surgeons still need tools that work together and to make the procedure more efficient, easier, and ergonomically valuable to them, while also ensuring the outcome is better for their patient. And so that's how we're solving it. I think what's, that's where we, we have kind of the breadth and power of Medtronic leading 
in many segments of these technologies and now finding ways to bring them together as an ecosystem where ultimately, you know, it's greater than the sum of the parts because of the unique quality and efficiency we can deliver. Um, and many examples of that, some of which we recently launched. You know, we've talked about our expandable cage technology called Catalyst, um, which is recently launched and ties into this integrated, what we'll call MIS plus T-Lift campaign that we're launching. Um, and others, other technologies where only Medtronic can provide this comprehensive integrated solution of, of technologies that make MIS procedures better for the surgeons and their patients. Great. Um, and and then another trend that's a little, actually a little more universal. I mean, minimally invasive certainly has its its uh, is a tr is trending in a, a number of areas, but uh, more universal even than that uh, is the incorporation of data and artificial intelligence. And um, you know that's the case as well in in spine and orthopedics. Uh, you know, as I said, in, in so many areas. But what is Medtronic doing? Uh, in these areas with regard to spine, with regard to, you know, data and art the use of artificial intelligence. And, and Sean, you're, you're spot on. And this is industry agnostic, right? We all know that data is the new currency in our everyday lives. And, and the winners in, in multiple industries, but also in spine, will be those that, that can harness data to drive better algorithms and outcomes. And, and we, again, intend to lead here. And this is an area where being first to market matters. And for that very reason, we've made, again, another bet. And so I mentioned Mazor acquisition in 2018, Titan Spine in 2019, and it's also well known that we acquired Metacrea in late 2020. And this was mm -hmm. our big bet as a foundational platform for us to lead in this space of data. And ultimately, it comes down to the fact that spine surgery is so complex, and there's so many different parameters. And in conventional spine, you're trying to weigh these different variables to improve the patient's outcome. We believe that we can reduce that variability by leveraging data. And our goal is to remove that in spine by taking it from an R to a science as I described earlier. And so the way that we're doing this is having AI-driven surgical planning that leads to more patient-specific implants um, that will also tie into our robotic workflow um, as well. And, and it's, it's these solutions coming together where we think we're truly you know, changing the game and pioneering what we've called over time you know, surgical synergy to go from not just, again, the acute intervention, but also earlier in the care continuum with diagnosis and downstream um, with patient-reported outcomes. And so well, we're excited because this is a big wave, a really important one, and we're just scratching the surface. You know, data will be the currency that makes ultimately you know, the, the process but also the outcome more predictable and, and again, takes out this variability that has just been inherent, unfortunately, in the, the industry of spine. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, any, anything that's promoting or, or leading to better outcomes for patients, obviously, uh, certainly welcome uh, for, for the industry. Um, just a, a follow-up question on that. You know, as, as Medtronic and, and other companies as well, but as Medtronic is using, you know, more data, more AI to, to cater to the patient's experience and to improve the patient experience, does that same data then kind of come back to the development phase and the development cycle of your technologies where, you know, hey, we've optimized the, the patient experience or, the, you know, the, the surgical the procedure uh, with the current device technology, but if we just made these improvements to the device technology, again, going back to the development phase, then we might be able to achieve this, 
even better outcomes? Is is that something that's coming into play? Has it already been in play, or you know what's what's the situation there? I'll say it, it absolutely should. And I think about you know using data um, for for benchmarking, both in terms of the procedures that are done, the patients they're on, and then the technologies that are used in those procedures, which is the example you're laying out. And I I can't spell out what exactly that'll look like or, or what you know enhancements that'll lead to, but it is basically the system and the process getting smarter across the board. All the inputs into what becomes a, a, a patient's procedure today in spine um, being refined over time as you build up this inventory repository of data and outcomes and then use those outcomes um, to inform you know, how we approach these procedures better together. And we being Medtronic as a partner with these surgeons who are having conversations in clinics with their patients and trying to instill greater confidence um, in the system. Uh, in, in that process. And so the short answer is yes. I expect that as we continue to harness data and gain more data and, and see the improvement of outcomes um, that, that this will facilitate, that it will inform our technology roadmap. And in that, there's also data that we can, over time, try to pull out from the implants themselves. And again, it's a, a longer conversation, but there's an element of how do we not just use this ecosystem where data is ultimately the edifice you know, or the, the core component, um, to drive our implants through, but can the implants also over time be a, a factor or a driver um, of that ecosystem as well? And I, and I think the answer is yes. And and to that end is just a and this doesn't have to be a this could be just be a quick a quick response as, or as whatever you'd like. Um, but we're finally seeing you know I mean I've been hearing about smart implants for you know it seems like ten fifteen years. Um, and we're finally starting to see the technology really kind of starting to come into play. How far out do you think we are from smart spinal implants? Yeah, to me, it's it's the, the that next phase of this that I was alluding to, and it speaks to the earlier conversation around you know, demonstrating value, you know, economically across this care continuum or or this, the the procedure um, end to end, and ultimately, you know, smart implants or that concept will allow us to track things passively and actively that we can't track today. And, and ideally what that does is allow us to uh, avoid unnecessary costs downstream, whether it's uh, additional imaging or, or visits to a clinic, um, or intervene earlier um, to avoid something even worse happening. Uh, that's, in my head, conceptually the value that we can get from you know, this you know, concept of smart implants. And for that reason, I don't think we're too far from that. And, it, and it's the next phase or next era of this kind of digital Spine path that we're on. Right. Well, hopefully, hopefully you're right because, like I said, this you know the hip and knees seem to have seemed to have taken a little longer than I expected, but uh, you know that's how it goes. Um, so, without getting yourself into any trouble with any Medtronic higher ups than you, um, you know what can you share in terms of you know what's coming? I mean, obviously we talked about some things where you're already alluding to things that are on the horizon, but, you know, really what's, what are you able to share with regard to Medtronic's future within spinal, you know, within spine? I think we hit on the, the keynotes. What I'd reinforce is that this next era of spine is about more personalized care that integrates the most advanced technologies to offer a, a care pathway that is optimized and specific to that patient and their condition, and therefore leads to a better outcome. And, and it's this convergence of robotics and data and AI, in addition to continued innovation around the implants and the biologics 
enabling technologies like imaging and navigation that allow us to go there. And technology will play a big role in this era. And each patient will be assessed against predictive models for that best treatment. And, and I, I truly think that what will be very clear is that it's going to require a full integration of technologies across this care continuum rather than piecemealing it together. And again, this is where I see us differentiating ourselves as the, the, the leader in, in many of these technology segments and the one who can bring it together as an ecosystem that where these pieces talk to each other and, and make the procedures more efficient and the outcomes more predictable. And so we're just scratching the surface. And, and I, that's what's exciting. I think um, it's, it's an incredible time to be in this space, but also to be in the position as the leader to drive this. And, and we couldn't be more excited at Medtronic to be doing that work. Yeah, and I and I look forward to continuing hearing about you know the the further advancements and uh, additional acquisitions. I know Medtronic's always in that space, um, so it'll it'll definitely be interesting to keep an eye on on you and you know what's happening uh, at at Medtronic. Uh, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this episode of MedTech Matters. Uh, I'd like to certainly thank my guest, Carlton Weatherby, Vice President and General Manager of Spine and Biologics at Medtronic. And as always, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. So until next time, this has been Sean Fenske, Editor-in-Chief of MPO, saying thanks for listening.